Hello. Hello. How are you? I am terrific. How are you doing? I am very good. This is Three Funny Ladies. And that is Susan J. Cokes. That's Joe Bailey. Welcome to the program. Oh, to the program. The program. How are you today? You know, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm just fucking great. Um, do you ever have those days where you just feel like, like, like you woke up on the wrong dimension you woke up in the wrong timeline maybe yeah sure that's the kind of day i'm having oh like i woke up on the wrong timeline and i just want to go back to bed and wake up on the correct timeline oh all right well we'll do this tomorrow then okay bye (laughs) (laughs) uh welcome to uh this is another wee pod it's a wee it's a wee pod we're just here briefly to spend a little bit of time with you with you and and i picked this one right (laughs) You sure did. I sure did. Yeah, I decided we should watch Hacks. Yes, Hacks. Hacks. It is starring a Jean Smart and an unnamed lady. Um, no, she Hannah Hannah Einbinder. Yes. And she reminds me of somebody, and I can't put my finger on who, but it bothered me the whole time I was watching it. I think I might know. Who? She is the daughter of Lorraine Newman. She did nothing reminds me of oh. Lorraine Newman. There's nothing right. in life that I go, oh my God, Lorraine Newman. But that's interesting. Yeah. I would have thought Lorraine Newman's daughter would have been older. Uh, that's what I thought too, but. Very interesting. But what are you going to do about it? <laughs> I'm not going to do anything about it. There's nothing to be done. The damage has been done. Hacks is an American comedy drama streaming television series created by Lucia Anello, Paul Downs, and Jen Statsky that premiered on May 13th. 2021 on hbo max it stars as i've already said gene smart hannah einbinder and carl clemens hopkins what did you think about it i love this show so much okay what did you think of it okay it's one of those shows where everyone does so well like the acting is so great that i wanted to slap ava all the time. Like, I just, her life choices drove me up. I didn't love it. I did not love it. Oh, but I liked sad. it. It was okay. Jean Smart's a fucking revelation. She can do no, I mean, the woman can do anything. It's true. She can really just add anything that comes in her path. Yeah. Yeah. My other thing is that it's basically Devil Wears Prada crossed with Late Night. Hmm. Interesting. Sort of. And like I said, Ava's life decisions and the mistakes that she made, makes and the rasp decisions that she makes. I'm just like, oh, my God. F- stop. <laughs> like, stop. You're a fucking adult. It drove me nuts. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's so interesting. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen anyone who is whatever generation she is mm-hmm. portrayed so I don't know, realistically, or what we think of as realistic. Sure. And this is coming from, you know, someone of a certain age. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, But that sense of entitlement, certainly we have that idea that that generation is that. And just so, like, of today. Like, you know, her career has been sidelined by a tweet. And Uh um, just sort of that whole thing. And just, I really loved the uh, interplay between the two of them. and. I thought that they were both really good 
And I just loved sort of that, you know, it's also, I think, because being doing what we do, you know, outside of this, like in the theater world, and just as I'm getting older, and I tend to be working with people who are getting younger and younger and younger, right? and just feeling that sort of divide, and also sort of coming up, like, I don't want to say against people, but working with the young people who oftentimes fresh out of college, think they know everything, mm-hmm. think they have it all figured out, and mm-hmm. that there's nothing to learn from anybody else. Right. I just... I thought it was all handled so well. And I really like, I think that there are times too in fictional shows about stand up where I feel like the stand up feels fake or written. Or, I mean, I know stand up is written, but I felt like this was, this felt real to me. To me. I did like, um, like that one montage where Jean Smart is doing the show and it just keeps cutting between different days, but she's yep. doing everything same exactly yep. the same. Yep. I was like, oh, oh, that hurts. It's so true. <laughs> I thought it might, as much as I love Jean Smart, she's not a stand-up comic. And so I thought it might bother me, but it doesn't. She does it very well. Yeah, she does. And I think, too, that just the fact of her having been doing it forever right, plays into the fact of it being like, because she's just doing the same show over and over and over, you know, like 3,000 shows in Vegas alone. Right. Gets into that sort of routine of not being fresh. Right, right, you know? right. And she is so rich. She is so, the things that she has in her house, the things that, oh, my ride's here in a helicopter. Like, what is happening? She gives her old Rolls Royces to her blackjack dealer. So it's, Jean Smart is a uh, comic, a stand-up comic who has a residency in Vegas and people around her, well, now, okay, here's what I was confused about. The guy who owns the casino or the manager of the casino, is that one of her ex-husbands? No, I think that they had, I mean, she's been there for so long. I think that they had fooled around and then sort of came back around again. Okay. I was very I was real confused. Jean Smart has a residency in Vegas and basically um, the owner or the manager of the um, casinos that, that she had is, has told her, listen, you're, you're going to be done. You're done for kid. And so meanwhile, there is this young writer who has been blackballed because of a tweet. And then when she disclosed the tweet, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, I didn't either, but like it was, I was like, oh, people say far worse. <laughs> that, yeah. And so they happen to have the same agent. And so this agent, and I actually thought this was very strange too. He's so nice to her, to Ava, the young writer. And he like finagles this on her, finagles this job on her behalf and sort of lies to both of them to get them to come together. And I just was like, well, that's so sweet. Why is he trying so hard? She can't be that much of a cash cow for him, the young writer. So he's just doing it out of the kindness of his heart, which I thought was nice. Yeah. I do need to pause and just give a special mention to Megan Stalter, who plays Kayla, the, uh, his assistant who is so funny. And (laughs) if you don't know her, she came up through the TikTok sort of Instagram comedy circuit. Oh, wow. And, uh, 
you should check her out. I follow her on the Insta and she posts often. She's she's very funny. She posts often. Some some of her things I think are better than others, but she, yeah, she <laughs> she is so this agent gets them together sort of uh, by lying to each one of them and she starts working for gene smart and gene smart also has a coo who basically runs her empire and she has her own personal blackjack dealer who comes to her house and she has a maid and you can tell by her interactions with these people that she's actually a nice person like they're not necessarily yes men to her and they never show a scene where they're like whispering behind her back or anything so from that you can glean that her characters actually treats people well but she is such a bitch to this writer. She is just horrible. But it's real funny because this girl just makes poor life choice after poor life choice. And like she has a one night stand and then the guy throws himself out her window the next morning. <laughs> but yeah. And then they kind of left it on a little cliffhanger. Yeah, they sure did. But, which is exciting because it's been picked up for season two. Oh, it already has. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. 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 Uh, also, I just want to, uh, the cast I think is so great that like Carl Clemens Hopkins, who plays Marcus, her mm-hmm. COO is so great. And of course I love Caitlin Olson who plays her daughter, DJ, which oh, yes. stands for Deborah jr. Which is so interesting. Were we talking about the junior issue? Was that no. here? No, no. It, I don't remember. It was just recently I was having this conversation, but I hate when men name, and if this applies to anyone listening, I'm sure you're great and I apologize. <laughs> uh, but when men name their children a junior, I just, it rankles me because it's like, let the child have his own identity. Right, right. But for some reason, and maybe it's completely sexist, I think it's even weirder when women do it. It's t- totally weird. It's totally, well, because I think, and I could be wrong, I'm not an expert in linguistics or anything, but I think junior is masculine as well. So I think the thought of Deborah Jr. doesn't make sense. That also could be something I'm completely fabricating in my mind. <laughs> um, but it was it was a funny moment when you realize her name is Deborah, Deborah Jr. Jr. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. Who was i know her from her mother the woman who played ava's mother oh jane adams who was so great had a moment there in the 90s really yes but when i saw her playing this girl's mother it threw me for a little bit of a loop because she's this actress she basically guest starred on every sitcom ever known to man in the 90s and to see her playing somebody's mother was very off-putting. Yeah, I agree. I was like, ah, God, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, we're getting so old. (laughs) And not just her mother, like she's got a lot of gray in her hair. And it's, it was very, it was weird. It was weird, but she's great. I love, yes. At the end, so at the end there, there is an event, which I won't spoil, but there is an event. And so at this event, her mother goes up to this woman who has come in. She's like, Wendy, oh my God, I haven't seen you in so long. Thank you for being here. It's so good to see you. It is Wendy, right? And I'm going to say, that is so funny and so perfect. 
It is my favorite. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's so great. It yeah. It it was. I liked it. I will watch season two, but I I don't. The whole miscommunication, bad choices leading to it, it. That threes company. If you guys just would talk to each other, none of this shit would happen. Type trope. I really hate. And it this show does sort of have some of that, and so it makes me uncomfortable. I just get angry. I'm like, if y'all would just fucking be <laughs> honest and talk to the people you're supposed to be talking to, the right. shit wouldn't happen. Of course, and then there wouldn't be a show, and you know we wouldn't be here. True. But <laughs> that kind of trope is just is it's it may it gets me anxious, and I don't I don't like it. I wouldn't go as far as the Three's Company parallel. Well, no, no, <laughs> no, no. With no, this no. particular it's show, the- but I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. That's the one I always use as my example. Example. It's oh, like yes, that my- one episode of Three's Company where they had that big misunderstanding. Right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I also just discovered this, although it makes total sense, but they filmed this entire series during COVID, which is oh. just astounding to me. I don't know why, but it is. Because you don't, you wouldn't, you would never know it. No, not at all. And also, on a more poignant note, Gene Smart's husband died <gasps> one week before they were about to film the final episode of this season. Oh, I and mean, they offered her time off, and she declined. And she wanted to work, and she wanted to finish the finish the season and be with her Hacks family, which I thought was sweet. Because she married someone from Designing Women. Yes. Not the man who played her boyfriend, but the man who played Mary Jo's boyfriend. Yes, which was always so weird to me. Right. And (laughs) I I forgot that he had passed away. That's right. Yeah, they were married for 37 years. Oh. (laughs) I know, I know. So sad. I know. Oh. But she really is just so amazing. There is a... It just dropped yesterday, maybe, this conversation on Variety.com with her and Bo and Yang from Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. And it's just a conversation. He talks to her about hacks, and she asks him just as many questions about Saturday Night Live and his experience there. And it's really, really great. She seems like just so genuine and just, just such a nice lady. Mm-hmm. And so talented, like to just like, did you watch? Do you do you watch Fargo the series? I have not. No, that second season that she's in the second season, she's so good. And now I did not watch. I have not watched Watchmen yet. I was just going to bring Watchmen up. She is, so she is such a badass. And one of the many things that I love about that show is it's led by two really strong females and she is just, oh, you gotta watch it. She's great yeah. in it. She's really great. And no, watch it. I need to get on the ball. Although I don't think they're bringing it back. Yeah. I think I heard that too. That was just a one and done. Yeah. But she does say in this conversation with Bo and Yang that, uh, she got the role. She got the role two days before she started filming. Oh, wow. Okay. Because Sigourney Weaver turned the role down. But in this conversation with Bon Yang, she says oh Sigourney. 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 Ooh, I wonder if that shade <laughs> Sigourney Weaver would have been amazing. But Gene Smart, no, I think because I think when anyone thinks Gene Smart, 
you think designing women. Exactly. And so, and you think of that character and no character she's played since then has been like that character for her. Right. So when you watch something like Watchmen, you're just like, this is the same person. That's crazy. And I think that's why she flies under the radar so often yeah. because she's got that sitcom pedigree mm-hmm. that just sticks to her. Mm-hmm. But she's so good. And I really, I remember the first time that I really was like, I saw her in a movie and I was like, damn, she's good. Mm-hmm. And it was Garden State. And she plays. His mother? His mother or her mother? Someone's mother. She plays that guy from Jim Parsons' mom. Oh. Jim I Parsons? I forgot Jim Parsons was in it. Jim Parsons is in it? Right. From yeah. well, he's in Garden Big State? Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Oh my God. I don't remember him at all. Well, I hate that movie, so it's fine. Um, Yeah. Zach, whatever the fuck his name is. I don't, I can't. He's, I can't. That's not his name. Zach Braff. Yes. Zach Braff. I knew it was Zach Braff, but then I pictured like three different people. I'm sorry. My brain, I don't know what's happening to me. I don't like him. Anyway. Well, just if we could take a small detour into Zach Braff land. He was just on Celebrity Family Feud the other day. He's very thin now, but not like sickly thin. Okay. But he it really makes him look like someone's elderly aunt. <laughs> and even an uncle, he's the aunt? <laughs> no, he looks like an aunt. That's so weird. And he is dating Florence Pugh. Oh, he is? Oh, yes. Oh, it's oh. a whole thing, honey. Oh, oh I yeah. didn't know that. That's such an odd coupling. Yes, uh, it is a whole. The only reason I know is because it is a whole thing because people keep attacking him and her for their age difference oh. and basically being like, you know, you're a pedophile, which is, you know, obviously she's it's she is old enough to consent but and then they go after her and so it's a big thing and she goes on her instagram all the time and or what have you to defend her relationship with him so yeah they've been together for a little bit how interesting i had no idea yes brandy joe so i was slightly wrong so jim parsons plays tim and in the movie he wears like um like a a suit of armor because he works at like a medieval place okay and he's dating gene smart who is mark's mom who's peter sarsgaard Ah, but Jim Parsons had to have been like a baby in this movie. Like he was super young and then he was dating Gene Smart, who was much older. And that was a thing. Okay. Like, oh my God, like Florence Pugh and Zach Braff. Like Zach Braff and Florence Nightingale. (laughs) And Florence Nightingale. That is so weird. I don't remember that movie at all. I just remember being like, oh God, shut up. (laughs) And rain and a tractor. They stand on a tractor. Yes. There's is there a funeral? Yes. He I don't comes remember. home for a funeral. I, yes. I think that's oh, correct. Okay. See, see, see. It's all there's a funeral with some pets. Nellie Portman has like a gerbil that dies or something. But he does come home for the funeral. I don't think you go to the funeral though, his mom's funeral. Mm. Well, spoiler, his mom dies. And there's a quarry and they stand they stand at the quarry. Yes. And they're on top of like yes. that thing and they scream down into yes. the quarry. Yes. Yes. Isn't that yes. that's on the like the poster or the Yes. For sure. You know, yeah, what I'm realizing is I, I probably see saw that with my ex-husband. So that's probably why I hate it. Ah uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably why I hate it. 
And poor Zach Braff. That's probably why I hate him. See these people. I hate these people for no fault of their own. Just their associations into my life. <laughs> I'll write him a letter. Him and Mindy Kaling. Yes. I'll write them letters apologizing. And you can just say, I've come around. Listen, I've come around. Uh, you don't know me and you don't know that this was happening, but I want to apologize. But maybe you haven't come around on Zach Braffis necessarily. But No. And you can't force me. I'll have my feelings. Okay. I don't want to force you. I want you to feel your feelings. And I'm going to feel them. So anyway, it's, I, it, it is well done. The acting is superb. I think it's worth the watch for Gene Smart for sure. Um, there is a second season, um, HBO Max. Did they, did they say when the second season was coming? Nope. They haven't even, it just got picked up like a week ago or something. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that, there you go. That's that. That's hacks. 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 Uh, yeah. So that's our little wheezy wheeze. <laughs> um, are we going to tell the people who our lady is? Oh yeah, we are. Oh yeah, we are. So we're going to be back next week with a full episode again. We're going to round out a pride month and we're oh going to gosh, talk about right. The one, the only, Barbara Joan Streisand. Barbara. Oh, Barbara. <laughs> Barbara, please. Barbara, please, Barbara. <laughs> Barbara, please. <laughs> I'm very excited. I am too. I am too. I'm very, very excited. All right. Well, this has been fun, you guys. Yes, it it's been real. It's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. Oh, wait. <laughs> no. oh, I mean, yeah. it has. Oh, my. <laughs> That's what I used to say when I was a child. A child. I was four. This has been real and this has been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. And your mom's like, okay, great. Anyway. She's like, later, homo. (laughs) Later, homo. (laughs) Happy Pride, everybody. (laughs) From my mother, the raging homophobe. (laughs) No, she is not. Someone say to a four-year-old later. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just really funny. <laughs> and the kid like being like, what? <laughs> oh boy. Um, if you um, want to send us a letter, a letter, a letter. right to 54321 Blast Off Avenue. Uh, <laughs> Blast Off Avenue. Apartment B. Anyway. <laughs> You can send us an email <laughs> at threefunnyladies.com. That's electronic mail. <laughs> Threefunnyladies.biz. Dot <laughs> org. Because we're a profit organization. Yes. Well, now we are. I've just decided. <laughs> you can follow us on the Instagrams, threefunnyladies. Dot <laughs> no, edu. I was, God damn it, I was just about to say edu. <laughs> um, and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, we'll see you. <laughs> uh, bye. Okay, bye.